Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the morning services. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. So this morning's reading is uh, from Psalms. It's Psalm 119. And we're starting at verse 9. So that's Psalm 119, and we're starting at verse 9. Uh, and if you're following the Church Pew Bibles, that is on, on or around page 621. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes, as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. This is the word of the Lord. Well, thank you so much, David. We're going to spend just a little moment thinking about those verses that we've just looked at. But first, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a quiz, okay? I'm going to show you some laws and rules and instructions, and I want you to tell me what is it, what's the law, rule, or instruction, and why is it there? Okay, here's the first one. Keep off the grass. grass. Why do you think it's there? Yes, that's it, that's it, that's it. Keep, keep the grass kind of growing nicely. Okay, uh, here's another version of the same one. Isn't this lovely? A carpet of green grass, show mercy to. Uh, right, okay, here's another one, here's another one. Okay, what about this one? Can you see, can you see that? That's, that's a fish with like a big fin at the top. Don't swim, that's right, brilliant. Why? Shark, pig shark, going to get eaten. Yes, exactly. Okay, here's another one. What's the instruction or rule going on here? That's it, red card. Yeah, you're off. That uh, is 2012 Senegal versus Uruguay. Senegalese player, Bar being sent off after tripping up Luis Suarez for the second time. Okay, now, uh, what about this one? Yeah, aren't we pleased that gently these things are disappearing? And, and it's a good reminder, isn't it, that sometimes rules make a lot of sense, and there are other times, haven't there been, in the last couple of years where it's been a bit tricky, hasn't it? Do you remember before Christmas? It was work from home, but Christmas parties can happen in the office. So if you wanted to get everyone into the office, as long as you provided drinks and nibbles and some cheesy music, you could make it happen. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, what about this one? What about this one? 
What about those, those lines in the middle? That's right. Keep, you have to keep one side or the other. And it's important, isn't it? Because that keeps you safe. Following the rules there really matters. Uh, and one last one, I think, we've got. Oh, yeah. Go up this way. That's right. Go up this way. If you want your bags, go up this way. Rules are all around us, aren't they? They help uh, keep us safe. Sometimes they don't make a lot of sense, but most of the time, there are good rules around us. Now, the Bible contains God's rules, God's laws, how we should live. And there are three little thoughts from those verses that we heard earlier that I'd like to share with you. Number one, obeying God's laws is the best way to live. It says, how can the young keep their way pure? By living according to your word. And by the way, I think when he says, how can the young, I think he thinks of himself as a young man. Uh, But I think it's really for everyone. It's for the old and the young women and the older women and the really, really young children, everyone. How can we keep our way pure? That is, how can we live the right way? By living according to God's word. God knows the world he's made. He knows exactly how we should live. He wrote the instruction manual. And he's given it to us. And the best way of living is to live just like the instruction manual says. Now, obeying God's laws is not always the easiest way to live. It's not always the popular way to live. It's not always the way that people around us are living. But it is the best way to live. And you can't follow laws that you don't know. And that's why I think it's a fantastic idea to get to know your Bibles. Do you know how many commands there are in here? I had to look it up today. 613, apparently. You probably don't need to know all 613. But there's a famous moment where there are 10. That's a good start. See if you can learn those 10. I want to tell you a little story. Back in the 1800s, there was a guy called Smith Wigglesworth. Now, it's a slightly odd name, admittedly, but he's a very remarkable person. Smith Wigglesworth grew up in a family that was very poor. And when everyone else was going to school, he had to go out and pick potatoes in the fields and later live, um, uh, work in a factory. And so he wasn't able to learn how to read. But Wigglesworth was also a Christian. Later on, he became a plumber to earn some money for his family. But he so wanted to understand what God had to say. And so when he got married, he got his wife, Alice, to teach him how to read so that he could read the Bible and know how to live. Now, most of us probably are able to read. We've got that sorted. All we have to do is pick it up and do it. He was willing to go to such lengths. Can we pick up the Bible and read and get to know God's way, the best way to live? That's the first thing. Secondly, we obey God's law because we love God. There's a bit of a problem with talking about obedience, because obedience is not a very cool thing to talk about. In fact, let's go further than that. Obedience sounds quite old-fashioned, doesn't it? In fact, let's be honest, obedience sounds like not very much fun. Obedience is when you do what someone else says. And in general, I think we often feel it's quite a lot more fun just doing what we say. And that's before we come on to the bigger questions. Perhaps you became a Christian because you realized it wasn't all just about obedience. 
that Jesus died for you whether you'd obeyed him or not. In fact, you trust God so that he forgives you for the times you don't. And you might think, ah, oh, obedience, I don't really know where that fits in. What's the point of all the rules? Well, listen to this second verse. The psalmist says, I seek you, I seek you, God, with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. Listen to the order there. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. There's a reason the psalmist wants to obey God's commands. And it's not just to get a tick on the list. It's because he loves God. He's really into God. And he wants to know what he wants from him. It's easy to put the cart before the horse. Have you heard that phrase? We got a cart and a horse? We may have to imagine a cart and a horse momentarily. And imagine them the wrong way around. It's not very helpful. It's easy to get our obedience and God's love the wrong way around. We think, if I do everything right, then God will love me. No, God loves you. He loves you, even if you haven't done the right thing. And that's why we obey him. So it all starts with a relationship. We obey God's law because we love God. And then finally, we need help to obey God's law. We need help. Two types of help. Help that comes from God and help that we give ourselves. Help from God, first of all. The psalm goes on to say, um, I have, it says, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. It means don't let me run away from doing what you don't want. So here's an example. Let's say you're speaking to someone who's, who you find a bit annoying. I can't imagine any of you are in that kind of situation very often, but just hypothetically for a moment. And you know the Lord wants you to be kind and patient to that person, but you feel yourself boiling up like you're not going to be. Well, it's not that easy to do this. But remember, at that moment, God is still there. And you can shoot up an arrow prayer and say, God, please help me not to stray from your commands. You probably wouldn't use those words. Lord, please help me not to get angry and be kind to this person. We can get help from God. And finally, we can help ourselves. Verse 11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart. I have hidden your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. I wonder whether anyone here likes to play hide and seek. Got any hide and seek players? Yeah. Um, COVID struck the Adams household last week and I was all very grumpy about that. And then Immy and I went out onto the hearst and we played hide and seek and everything was fine. Now, what the Bible says is you can hide God's laws in your heart. Here's a challenge for us this week. Can we hide God's word in our heart? Know it so deeply that it's right inside us. Remember it so well that it just comes to mind at any moment. There are lots of wonderful ways of doing that. We've already done one this morning. We sang we sang God's word, that wonderful song that we've just sung. is a great way of remembering what it says. Or perhaps you've got fridge magnets with a, with a verse on it. There's a wonderful ministry called Seeds Worship, and they produce songs and songs and songs and songs, all of which are based on Scripture. Stick them on the radio or in the car, and you get to know God's word. Here's another idea. In our family, we've been recently using the Lectio app for families every now and again. And each, work, there's, each week, there's a memory verse in there. 
And together as a family, we've been learning that uh, memory verse, and it's begun to sink in. The only slightly weird side effect, by the way, if you do that, is you end up remembering the name of the person who says the verse and also the intonation with which they say it. So, for example, everyone in our family knows that Psalm 46, verse 10, is read by Lillywyn, and she says it with a rather strange Australian stroke American accent. But I, I digress. Basically, it's brilliant. You remember God's word. That's just one way to hide God's word in our heart. So we obey God's laws because it's the best way to live. We obey God's laws because we love him. But we need help from God and from ourselves too. I'm going to hand over now to Andrew. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.